Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. wine because it tastes so good. Try all three new Manischewitz fruit wines, blackberry, cherry, and loganberry, each 100% pure and specially sweetened. Serve Manischewitz fruit wines anytime and often. In a wine glass, on the rock, in a highball with your favorite mixer. Chevrolet Wine Company, New York. WROW, Albany, New York. And now, another tale well calculated to keep you in. The Target, a solidly built two story brick building on the edge of the industrial section of the city. The obstacle? Three locked iron doors and twelve armed guards. The prize, three million dollars in cash. The problem, to penetrate past the three locked doors and the armed guards and emerge safely with the money. The answer? Just for the record, the name is Pete Wilson. Job? Nice superintendent of the Lakeside Municipal Crematorium. Time midnight about a year ago with a thunderstorm bowling ducked into the sky. I was reading the Western in my little office by the front door. My job was a nice, quiet one. We hardly ever had any customers at night. My entire staff, Dan Maxwell, was mopping the reception room. Thunderbolts lifted me out of my chair. And whoever had come in spoke to Danny. Hey, did you see that flash? Uh, Riding up to be Judgment Day. I guess it was Judgment Day, all right. Uh, for some people, that is. Uh, did you know two people died just since you come in the door? They did, huh? Died where? Someplace in this country. Now one more has died. That makes three. Now it's four. That's the mortality rate for this country for a minute. For the city, it's one every 30 minutes. Two an hour. 48 every time. And you'll be one of them if you keep up this line of chatter. I want to see your boss. Get him out here. Oh. 
Well, long time no see. Yeah, Petey boy, you're looking good, real good. Excuse me, Mr. Pete, but this gentleman... He's an old friend of mine, Danny. Uh, go on out back and clean up. I want to talk to him. Danny went off with his mop, and I took Alan to my office. I got out the bottle of bourbon I used to help the uh, prowl cowboys warm up with on cold nights. Al took off his wet $90 gabardine top coat and smiled at me with big shot teeth. Ah, nice setup you got here, Pete. Your own boss? Lots of time to yourself? Everything nice and quiet? I like it quiet, Al. <laughs> yeah, you always did, didn't you? Remember how noisy our cells used to be? Always somebody in a cell block coughing or snoring or choking or screaming? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Look, what are we talking about, sir? Let's talk about something interesting. Like money. Uh, money, Al? Money. I got a little job in mind, Pete, and I need some help. You. <laughs> Al, I'd certainly like to help out, but the, the doc told me to avoid any excitement. Here's the old ticker, you know. Excitement? This would be like wheeling the baby to church. Tell me, Petey, can you drive a horse? Well, sure, I can drive a horse. Then you're in, I... I'm giving you a 20% piece. The total take should be $3 million. So you'll be the first guy in history to earn six hundred grand for driving a horse. Any questions, Petey? Yeah. Oh, what kind of a horse, now? Horse? <laughs> Who said anything about a horse? I asked if you could drive a hearse. <laughs> a hearse, boy, a hearse! time loser, all he had to do was plant some hot goods on me and call the cops, and I was up for life. I had to play along. So the next afternoon, I went to see him in his room in that crummy lodging house, and he took me to the window and pointed. See that steam shovel across the street? Well, sure I see it. Excavating for a new building. Yeah, see the solid old brick building right next to it? Uh-huh. It's the main headquarters of Dollar Delivery, the big armored car out there. Right. That's where they could load the armored cars with the money. Now, every Thursday night, there's better than $3 million in that building, Pete. Being packaged for payrolls in this area. Next Thursday night, we're cutting ourselves in on that $3 million. Just, uh, you and me? Just the two of us knocking over 12 armed guards and three locked doors. Oh, Pete, relax. Of course we're not trying anything like that. Huh. I, I was afraid for a minute. I use brains, Pete. Brains, not muscles. You know who's operating that steam shovel? <laughs> Marty Brennigan. Marty Brennigan? That's right. The whole construction gang is part of his mob. They have the foundation of the dollar delivery building weakened in one spot so it's all ready to cave. And next Thursday, it will cave. They'll just walk in and pick up the dough. But then, uh, where do we come in, huh? Well, that's simple, Pete. We take it away from them. So that's how the dollar delivery holdup started. Anyway, how my party started. Al didn't explain anymore, and I didn't ask no questions. 
Al didn't like questions. The next night, he dropped into the crematorium, and I showed him how we take care of our uh, customers. Now, back here, Al, is the receiving door. Mm-hmm. From the outside, a box is rolled through on these steel rollers. One man can handle it. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you how the whole deal works. It's, it's practically automatic. Uh, Danny! Yes, you speak! Come out here a minute. What do we need him for? Yeah, Danny always does the honor. Well, can you trust him? If he starts talking to him. Danny never talks. He's punchy. He used to be in the ring. Francis, this thing happens. He forgets it. Hey, Mr. Pete. Yeah, well, show my friend Al how we handle it, eh? Oh, sure, Mr. Pete. Uh, well, uh, first I push this button. That turns on the furnace, Al. Mm-hmm. And then I push the box down the steel rollers like this. Now what? The, uh, the first door opens automatically. Hey, the box is rolling right into the flames. All automatic. Now the door shut down. That's all there is to it. Okay, Danny. Go on back out front. Yes, Mr. Pete. Very neat. What's on these stairs? Well, that's the storage room. We keep cleaning supplies down there and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Good. We'll hide the money down there. Hide the money here? You heard me. we got to hide it someplace, Pete. This is one spot it won't be looked for. That's all until Thursday night. Oh, uh, except I'll need an official form. Well, what kind of official form, Al? The regular kind. Authorizing a cremation. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, what is it? That's the buddy. I'll... 
island to buy a quarter of milk. Huh? I just deliver, Mac. I don't sell. Well, my old lady is me up to get a quarter of milk. Just one quarter. No, let me have one little old quarter, by the way. Let go of my arm, you lunch. Let go, I said. Okay, take this. Just as the milk man slugged me, Al stepped in from behind and laid a sap over his ear. We caught him and dragged him into the milk wagon and tossed him in back on top of the cases of milk. Then I found myself standing there with the reins in my hand. All right, Pete, you said you could drive a horse and drive. Come on, boy. Come on. The next block is an alley. Turn into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Who's going to stop a milk wagon? Well, they might notice we aren't delivering any milk. Don't worry, they won't. They're all heading for the dollar delivery building. And that's one place they won't find anything. Brannigan and his mob have had 17 minutes to make it get away. Then they got away with the dollars, too. Where does that leave us? With all the cream, chum. <laughs> that milkman in back there is one of the mob. One of Brannigan's mob? Sure, he's been on the job for six months. That's how long Brannigan's been planning this. Marty wasn't taking any chance of being stopped and searched. First thing he did was stop and transfer all the loot to the milk wagon. The money is back there, Petey. Under the milk. Huh? Like I said, who's going to stop a milk wagon? Okay, here's the alley. Turn in here. I turned the horse into the alley. It was lined with garages. I maneuvered the horse and wagon into one of them. And Al slammed the door shut. Well, I took time to mop my brow. Al was already opening the door into the next garage. Hey, Pete, come here and look. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, what? In there. All parked and ready. Holy cow. That's right. A nice, respectable-looking hearse. And in that hearse is a plain pine coffin. Petey, we're going to fill that coffin with three million bucks. Then we'll drive it to the crematorium. We'll unload the box and hide the money in the storage room, then put the coffin through the furnace just as if it was a legitimate customer. I got all the documents made out for Albert G. Cash. <laughs> Albert G. Cash of Deutschmark. Now, in about a week, we'll load the dough into the hearse again, and I'll drive it right out of the state. Nobody's going to suspect the hearse, Petey. Okay, let's get busy. we got to put Mr. Cash in his coffin. I went back to check on the unconscious driver, and I, I heard him yell. Hey, come here. This guy is... By the time I got there, Al Thomas was stepped down the garage floor, and the milkman was gone running. I didn't have time to wonder about him. I had to look after Al. He had an ugly gash in his head. The blood was pouring down his face. I mopped off the blood and lugged into the hearse when I... Stretched him out of the front seat. Uh, oh, he shook his head groggy and tried to sit up. Oh, he slugged me. He waited for me. He slugged me. Now, take it easy, Aldo. Don't, don't try to talk. We've got to get the dough in. you you got to get me back to my room. You need a doctor. Hurt bad. No, no. No, 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 doc. Get the dough to the crematorium. Now, hide it. Oh, come on. Get going. I just hope no cop would wonder what a hearse was doing on the street so late. 
If anybody asked, we were from out of town. One foul car went by without stopping. Then we were turned into the parking space back in the municipal crematorium. Everything was quiet. I stood the pine box holding the cash on the Logan platform and through the door on the conveyor. And I helped Al inside. All right, Al. Another couple of steps. That's it. Okay. Okay, we're inside. Now we'll hide the door and then get you back to your room and get the hearse back in his garage. I'll get rid of the milk wagon and we're set, eh? I feel pretty bad, Peter. I've got to lie down. Mr. Pete! Is that you, Mr. Pete? And we got to hide. Stand behind his pillow. Mr. Pete! Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what is this, Danny? I got the front all cleaned up. You want me to clean up back here now? No, no, not yet. Uh, later, later. Hey, sir. Got a customer come in? In that bus? Yeah, it's a Mr. A.G. Cash, a Dortmund. Then now look, Danny. Ain't it pretty late to be receiving customers? Well, it's, it's a rush job. The family's leaving town in the morning. And then now go sweep out the chapel and, and, and stay there until I call you, huh? Well, sure, Mr. Pete. Uh, do I do the honors? Later, later. And then I'll beat it. All right, now you can come out now. Danny's gone. Hey, yeah, what's the matter? You look so funny. Now, Al. Al hit the floor like a sandbag and just lay there. I'd been over and feeling for his pulse, and then I knew Al Thomas was dead. In just a moment, we will return for the concluding act of. Confidentially, before I got the happy habit, I never could have thought the strangers this way. Mumble, baby. But thought? Oh, never. And my happy habit is catching. One listen does it. Arthur Doxy, Art McWetter's house party, Gary Moore, and the new Bing Crosby Rosemary Clooney show. CBS Radio has them all. It's live show biz sound. Every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah? I was dead, all right. Sometimes the still right there has a delayed effect like that. It's been hot and then cold. There's a buzzing in my ears. Now I had a cold cough, three million in hot cash, and an unexplained thirst on my hand. If I could juggle them all fast enough, I was a millionaire. But if I fumbled, well, who'd ever believe I hadn't killed Al for the loot? I'm not my face. Should I? Shouldn't I? Could I? Couldn't I? I began to think I couldn't do it. I could hide Al and the money in the storeroom, burn the coffin, get rid of the hearse, and then... Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 what is it, Danny? There's two cops out front asking for you. Two, uh, the cops? Officer Hart and Officer Connell. They want to ask you some questions. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, tell them I'll be right in. No, I didn't have no choice. 
got Al's body out of sight as fast as I could. No time to lug him down to the storage room. And inside 60 seconds, I was out front talking to Hunt and Connell, the prowl car team who patrolled our neighborhood. Pete, we uh, wanted to ask you, did you hear anything unusual tonight? Hmm? Oh, I'm, uh, just, just silence, lots of them. Something big happened? Mm-hmm. Not unless you count two and a half million bucks, big. Two and a half million? Somebody knocked over a dollar delivery and got away with two and a half million. Missed half a million in the hood. Yeah, we've been fishing every car and truck in the streets. No sign of the dough. Headquarters thinks the gang hit it and broke up. You hit it, huh? Now we're searching block by block. Uh, you hear any unusual noises, trucks or cars stopping, anything like that? No, no, not many. Not saying. You don't mind if we search the place? They say to the fire? Oh, of course not. Oh, but first, uh, I got some embalming fluid I'd like you to test. Embalming fluid, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds interesting. What do you say, huh? I say let's try it. Okay. Right over here in my office. Step in. Be comfortable. I keep it in here, filed under E. The best Kentucky bourbon embalmment, Lord. <laughs> See what you think, eh? Man, that'll put life in a month. Here, Colonel. Thanks, huh? Ah, you're right. I'll make the dead ones happy and the live ones happy. Well, have another. It'll be a long night. You can say that twice. <laughs> the captain is really going to ride us to find that, though. Well, hot day. Now he had another drink and then went out to look around. I sat there and held my breath, praying they wouldn't find Al and notice the hearse on back. They looked around for a minute, and then I heard him go out. I kept on sitting there until my heart stopped pounding. Finally, I went out to finish the job of hiding my dough. I was a millionaire. Two and a half times a millionaire. And all of us tax free. I even had a couple of nasty thoughts from Marty Bonnegan, so petty and the other five hundred grand. And all of a sudden, I had a horrible thought. And I began to run toward the back. Danny! Danny! Yeah, Mr. Pete? Danny, did you... Did you... Did I what, Mr. Pete? Danny, w- w- where's the box, Mr. Tasha? And you said it was the last job, so I processed it. Oh, oh, no, no. Let me look. Let me see. Uh. Oh, you did it. It's in there. It's... It's burning. I figured you'd be glad to have it done, Mr. Pete. Hey, uh, uh, tell me, uh, what does his initial stand for? I mean, A-G cash. Stand for his initials? I'll tell you. All gone, Danny. All gone cash. It was all gone, all right. The whole two and a half million. Cremated. Well, I was passing out drinks to Hans McConnell. Well, the Dollar Delivery Boys and the Fed finally caught Marty Brannigan and his mom. But they never would buy the story that Marty didn't have any idea where the money went to. 
tell them to look in the urn on the top shelf of the storage room of the Lakeside Municipal Crematorium. Because there ain't A.G. Cash on it. I don't suppose they'll be able to do much with the nice white ashes in the urn. But ask them to be gentle with them. They're not only the most expensive ashes in the world, but they're also all that's left of Al Thomas. Most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool. I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com podcast.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.